Hello and welcome back to the Chandler Burton Show. I am, of course, your host, you guessed it, Chandler Burton. I really need to think of a new intro, like a really funny intro or something, because that is really generic and really lame. But I do appreciate you guys tuning in and listening to the podcast here. This is episode four. I decided that I'm now just going to start making podcasts on Tuesday. On my last couple of episodes, I kept saying that I'm pushing it off or trying to get it done early so I can get The Last of Us done Uh, I've already beat The Last of Us Part 2, and I've had it beat for a little while now. I'm just waiting on my sister to do a uh, spoiler-free podcast with me. She's still working through the game. We both work right now, and so it's just, you know, we're both busy. It's hard to find time with our schedule. So eventually, I will be putting that one out there. Um, so that will be coming up soon. I was going to try to plan for next week for that one, but she's not quite finished with the game and she still needs to collect her thoughts. So my plan is if she's not done by next week, what I'm thinking about doing is just going over some of the reviews of The Last of Us Part Two and kind of give you my thoughts and take on them. That one will be spoiler filled. Um, that'll, I'll still be doing that review with my sister, the spoiler filled one, but I do want to discuss some of the reviews to see if I agree with them or if I don't agree with them and kind of talk in depth about that and so there's pretty much going to be two spoiler filled um podcasts about the last of part two this is a huge game and a lot of people were excited for it and it's definitely a mixed bag i am on the side of to kind of give my spoiler free take really quick i'm on the side of i the positives outweigh the negatives even though the negatives really like hit me hard and i was very disappointed in a lot of the game but a lot of it I really enjoyed there's some parts that got me emotional there are some parts that I felt so into the characters and so into the action and then there's sometimes that would completely draw me out and I would be really disappointed but overall as I said the positive for me outweigh the negative and so I'm really excited to talk about that so my next week's episode would either be with my sister doing the review or I'm just going to go through some of the reviews that people have posted on Metacritic and kind of see how people feel about it and kind of just have that discussion um, chances are that's probably what's going to be because again she's about halfway done and I told her just to collect her thoughts and to get those ready. So we'll, I'll probably do the Metacritic reviews next week of The Last of Us to kind of give you opinions on how I feel about it, how other people feel about it, and go from there. I never play games based on what other people say. If I'm excited for it and I want to play it or if I want to go see a movie and people say they hate it, I'm going to go see it for my own opinion and give you my own take on it. Um, and speaking of movie theaters, a little more news before we get started, is that movie theaters, at least in my area where I live, Regal and a AMC have been pushed to the end of July, July 30th, which also means movies like Tenet and Mulan, movies that I've been looking forward to for so long, have been pushed as well. I think Tenet is August 12th, and Mulan is going to be August 27th. And so again, I still have to wait longer to do movie reviews, even though I'm really aching to go see a brand new movie. I know that safety comes first, and I know that's more important than going to see that film. So I will definitely be doing reviews, movie reviews through my podcast as well. Um, I will be uploading weekly, but then I will also be doing reviews of movies when they come out. Um, I do written reviews as well, um, but I feel like talking about the movie is a lot easier for people to grasp onto and to understand kind of what I, how I feel about the film. Um, so I'll be definitely looking forward again to be doing movie reviews. I'm really, really, again, itching to go see a movie. So I hope that everyone is staying safe. I hope everyone is still staying cautious, wearing your masks, and just doing the things that we need to do so we can open back up and that we can 
go enjoy ourselves without having to worry about getting sick or um, those kind of things. So, But uh, today we'll go ahead and jump into today's episode. There's a few things that I want to talk about. So last week I mentioned that there was going to be gameplay footage and a trailer for Cyberpunk 2077. We're going to be talking about that. There was also a trailer and gameplay shown for the brand new Avengers game. We'll definitely be talking about that. Um, a trailer just dropped for Ghost of Tsushima uh, like the other day. So I definitely just want to give my thoughts on that. And then I'm going to give you guys like a review of a game I was really looking forward to, but I absolutely hated. It. It's the brand new SpongeBob game, Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. So I will talk about that at the end. So we'll go ahead and jump in. Again, this is going to be a gaming news one. Last week I talked about the three books that I read, which I feel like was very important to talk about, kind of with mental health and anxiety and self-harm. Again, I feel like it's very important to talk about those things. We need to get those out there. We need to feel more comfortable sharing those kind of things. And so that was really important. That was a really important episode for me. And I appreciate the ones that told me that they've listened to it and they even checked out some of the books and they've applied it to their life. And I think that's how it should be. And so, again, we have to be more open. We shouldn't have to be afraid to tell people how we feel. Um, but we're going to get back to the gaming news here. So we're going to first talk about Cyberpunk 2077. So, again, they released a trailer and they released some gameplay footage. Um, just my thoughts on the trailer. The game alone, just by looking at it, looks amazing. And to be honest, I wasn't even totally sold on it until I saw Keanu Reeves in the trailer. That trailer came out a long time ago, but now that I knew he was in it, I got really intrigued by it. Then I also found out, and I, did, I don't know how I didn't know this, that the same people that made The Witcher 3, CD, CD Projekt Red, are making this game. And The Witcher 3, if you haven't played it, I haven't beaten it yet, but if you haven't played The Witcher 3, that is the definition of open world perfection with a great story, tons to do on the side, a massive single player campaign with amazing DLC. And seriously, you can pick it up on any console and you can enjoy it. The Witcher 3 is on PlayStation 4, PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and the Nintendo Switch. I actually have the Nintendo Switch version, and with a lot of updates, the game runs well. Um, there's not um, a huge difference, and the only thing that's different is the graphics, which are obviously not as good as the PlayStation or Xbox, but if you if you don't care about that, and you want to play it in handheld mode, uh, you can get the full edition. It's like 40 bucks. I think, the last time that I saw it on the Switch. So, I mean, any console that you have it on is awesome. So, definitely pick that up if you haven't played it, but um, going back to Cyberpunk 2077, there is so much in this game that I could talk about that I want to get into, but I just want to give my thoughts on the things that stood out to me personally. So the first thing that there is no loading screens, I think that's going to be kind of the standard for each game in this next console generation for the Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. I think they're just trying to get rid of loading screens in general. Um, so that's not really a huge surprise to me. It'll be nice because it's an open world. You can go to one place to another without having it have to load, which is pretty cool. Um, they showed gameplay They showed gameplay of it, and it looked massive. It looked enormous, but it turns out that is the only um, that is only the beginning of the game. That is amazing. If you go and watch the new trailer or watch the gameplay footage, what you're seeing is the beginning of the game. And so there's so much more to discover in Night City, which it's called. And, and that's incredible. That, that, that way you know you're going to get your money's worth, and I think that's really awesome. Um, another thing that really stood out to me here, this is going on for a while here. You can actually customize your character 
pretty much down to the T. You can even customize your character's genitalia. And I got to tell you, that's just, that is just fantastic. Now, not that it's going to alter the game in any way, but knowing that you can mess around with the genitalia and make it the way you want it to look, it's a bit awkward. But the detail and design that they have in it is it's just incredible. That's really weird to say, but it, it is fantastic. I'm like, the time and effort they're putting into this here is really cool. And so there's going to be three classes that you can choose from as well, which also gives replayability. So there's three classes in the game. There's Nomad, Street Kid, and Corporate. I don't know too much about them. When I was watching the trailer, I couldn't really get any information. Um, but you can play through three different types of characters and get certain types of information. So the game really encourages replay value. So, I mean, honestly, you could probably do the main campaign as one of, of Nomad, as Street Kid, and Corporate. You could probably get a different story every time. To me, that is just incredible. The time and effort that they put into this game is, is amazing. The game did get delayed until November, which is a bummer, but I feel like because of that, we're going to get an even better game. My only concern is that it's so big, that's what she said, that um, it's going to be so massive, it's going to be hard to balance out a story. But Honestly, after seeing The Witcher 3, I'm not really concerned about that. I think they'll do a great job of telling a story and making it worth paying the $60. My friend always told me that the rule in gaming is that if a game's $60, you should be able to get 60 hours out of it. And you will definitely get 60 hours out of the Cyberpunk uh, 2077. So definitely looking forward to that game in the future. I will definitely be buying it for PlayStation 5. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. So that's the Cyberpunk 2077 news. I'm over the moon excited about it and i will definitely be buying it day one once it comes out so the next thing i want to talk about is the new avengers gameplay that just came out now we've known for a while that the avengers was getting a video game ever since the popularity of the marvel cinematic universe we knew that a game was probably going to happen and square enix is actually making it and those are the same people that made the tomb raider games and i am a huge fan of those new tomb raider games all three of them to me are platformer masterpieces the controls are great the action's great everything about it is awesome so when i heard that um square enix was making avengers i was super amped then i saw the gameplay and i saw the trailer and i gotta tell you i don't know if I'm excited or worried. I think I'm a little more worried. So the trailer was pretty cool. It showed off um, some characters. It showed off some cool like segments in the game. Then we got to the actual gameplay, and it was Thor that you mainly play as in this one. And the action and everything about it looks so bad. And I hate saying that because I love the Marvel movies. I love everything about them. But it's like, this game... I have a feeling it may be a disappointment, and I don't want it to be because it's a game I am looking forward to. I will still be purchasing it, but it looks so kind of lifeless. Um, for example, when Thor hits with Mjolnir, the hammer, when he hits somebody, it just sounds so weak. And I know that's not that huge of a deal, but like Thor is a, the god of thunder, and I'm sitting there going like, this looks really underwhelming, and it looks kind of boring to be honest i know you could switch between playing the different characters the only one i cared about playing as was hulk because i remember playing like the hulk video games when i was younger like ultimate destruction and even the movie license game back in 2003 i had a great time with those games and i know at least with the hulk i'm gonna have fun just smashing stuff but iron man 
Thor, Black Widow, and I think you could play some other characters as well. I just don't really have an interest in playing them. I hope they can show off more gameplay and more trailers to make me get excited. But let me tell you, this looks really underwhelming. And it's a real big disappointment because, again, I love almost all the Marvel movies. The only two that I won't pop in and watch are Thor The Dark World and Iron Man 2. Those are the only two movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that I, I don't want to watch. And it blows my mind that... We're finally trying to get a game for this next generation, and it looks super underwhelming. And, I mean, that's just my personal opinion on it. Uh, when I get the game, maybe it'll be better. I hope it is. Maybe they'll polish out a few things. But as of right now, I sit with being extremely disappointed. Which is so funny because, you know, Marvel obviously is, like, topping box office charts. Every movie, I mean, obviously, Avengers Endgame is the highest grossing movie of all time, rightfully so. That movie, to me, is a superhero masterpiece. Um, and I know people always complain about DC, you know, their movies are just a mixed bag. But if you really think about it, DC, in my opinion, does a way better job of making video games, comic books, and I think the heroes in DC are better. I do prefer the Marvel movies, but DC seems to get it right in the animated world, the video game world, and the comic book world. They just struggle with their movies personally. And so that might be the thing with Marvel. Their movies are great, but they have, may have a hard time trying to adjust to a video game. So I'm really interested to see how this game's going to turn out. And also, I forgot to mention with my Cyberpunk 2077 that this both of the games are coming out for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Um, they will be free to upgrade for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. So if you buy the game on PlayStation 4 or Xbox Series X, you can actually upgrade it for free for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Um, so that's pretty cool, and it's for free as well. So, I mean, it's not like... You know, again, graphics don't really bother me as long as the game is fun and the game is good. That's what's important to me. So again, overall, Avengers, the new Square Enix Avengers game, um, I'm in the middle. I'm excited because, again, I love the Avengers. I love the characters. Uh, but the gameplay looks super underwhelming. It doesn't look very fun. And a game should be fun. The story may be cool. I don't know much about what's going on. I know the villain is Taskmaster. So we'll have to see how that goes. Uh, so that's just kind of my thoughts on the Avengers. Um, again, hopefully we'll see some game, more gameplay in a trailer that will really change my mind. I hope that my negativity could turn to positivity with that. And so now I just want to shift gears here, just kind of giving my thoughts on this here. So the Ghost of Tsushima just dropped a trailer the other day. And... It looks so good. This is like the last big PlayStation 4 exclusive from Sucker Punch. They made uh, the infamous games, most recently Infamous Second Son, which is also an open world game. Ghost of Tsushima looks so insane that, honestly, this may be one of my favorite PlayStation exclusives ever. The graphics are incredible. I can't believe this is going to be on a PlayStation 4. It looks like next-gen graphics, but it's on the PlayStation 4. And I don't know if it's going to be ported over to PlayStation 5, but just my thoughts on it, um, it looks incredible. The story, it's not based on a true story, but I guess it could have taken place back when that war was going on. What's cool is that it is an open world, but there's no waypoints. And so you have to follow the wind or follow birds or follow creatures to find out where you need to go next. That may be frustrating for some people, but it's going to be an amazing game because it's not going to break that. Like, you need to go here, you need to go there. That you're free to explore this giant world and take your time doing it. And I'm sure the story is going to be incredible. And it's going to have realistic combat. Um, everything about it looks great. Like, it looks like a fan 
fantastic game, and I'm really looking forward to it. That'll be a game I will be for sure reviewing on the podcast. It comes out on July 17th, and so I'm really excited to play that game. And again, if this is the last big PlayStation 4 game, uh, it's going out with a bang because it looks amazing. And I mean, seriously, if people ask me why I prefer PlayStation over Xbox or any other console, it's because of games like this, like Uncharted, The Last of Us, God of War. Like, I don't know how Sony gets the rights to so many good games, but man, let me tell you, this game looks incredible, and I am more than looking forward to it here. I probably will like it more than The Last of Us Part Two. I mean, I obviously got to play it first to see how I like it. Um, just by looking at it, though, it looks awesome. So, like, when I watch that game, I get excited, but then I watch Avengers, and I'm super underwhelmed. So, I'm hoping Ghost of Tsushima will be the, again, be the last, last PlayStation exclusive game, and I'm really looking forward to it. It looks awesome. Just want to give you my thoughts on that, because the trailer came out, like, couple days ago it's like a minute long um, but it's really good so the last thing that i want to talk about here on the podcast today for episode four is that i bought a game based on nostalgia and i bought it for the nintendo switch so i can only base it off the nintendo switch gameplay that i had Um, this is spongebob squarepants battle for bikini bottom rehydrated to give you a little history here i am in my late 20s and i love spongebob Um, Spongebob is a show that I love. I think it's hilarious. Anything from 1999 all the way up to the first movie, I love it. It is so funny. And I even love Sponge Out of Water as well. Sponge Out of Water was the most recent movie that came out in 2015, and I thought it was hilarious. It was so good. And then, unfortunately, kind of a little bit of movie news here. The new Spongebob movie, Sponge on the Run is not only coming to theaters now, it's actually going to be on a streaming service, and it comes out next year. The movie was supposed to come out here in August, but then they pulled it from the theater schedule and is now going on um, a streaming service. I don't know which one it is. I'd have to look into that, and I'll have to get some more information here. But I was looking forward to it. It was a movie that was definitely anticipated for this year, um, but it's a bummer that now it's going to not be able to go in theaters. But going back to Spongebob, I remember playing Battle for Bikini Bottom for my Nintendo GameCube. I was 10 years old when that game came out. And I remember playing it, and I remember loving it. Because I love platforming games like Super Mario Sunshine and those types of games as well. And so, and honestly, the the Spongebob game, Battle for Bikini Bottom was one of the better platformers back in the day. And so when I I heard they're going to remake it, I was super stoked. I was like, wow, this is so cool. They're bringing it back. And hopefully they'll be able to fix some things. I had problems with the old game. Um, but that's that's not the case. This game is awful. It is hard to follow. It's messy. I could barely finish it. I did the bare minimum to beat the game. Hopefully, you know, just see if things would improve. It's terrible. Like, it's a horrible, horrible, horrible game. It's really disappointing. And I remember playing on the GameCube. I remember even then I knew it had some problems. But this one, I feel like it has more problems. I remember there was a scene, I was playing as Sandy, and I jumped off of this building, and the screen and the area didn't load. And so I died because I thought I could jump onto something, but the screen wasn't fully done yet loading. And it's stuff like that that irritates me. They literally, the only thing they changed about the game was the graphics. And I know everybody said the graphics look fun and cartoony. I still think they actually look pretty bad. Again, I can only base it off the Nintendo Switch version. I don't know about the PlayStation or Xbox version, but 
to me, the controls are still bad. Um, the characters are slow. Um, the game's funny, but it's very repetitive in its dialogue. Um, and it's very, very short. They added multiplayer to it, which was supposed to be in the original game, but they didn't have time to do that. Um, but everything about it is just really disappointing. Again, I beat it just to kind of, you know, give my personal thoughts on it. I thought it would get better. But the only thing that changed was the graphics. All the same problems that it had in the 2003 version are there. And it honestly, it was only $30, so I didn't feel like I wasted my money. But at the same time, I'm just real. I wanted this game to be good because I love SpongeBob. And I did buy it off of nostalgia, but. I would definitely be cautious about buying this game. Again, I don't know how it plays on PlayStation or Xbox. Um, if you're interested in playing it, I definitely, you know, would maybe wait till it gets a little bit cheaper. Um, because honestly, I give the game like a 3 out of 10. I was just so disappointed, and I just wanted to give you my thoughts on that here, because I was just really bummed. That was my next game I was I, I wanted to beat um, in 2020. That was actually my most, one of my most anticipated games of the year, and it totally let me down, and I hated like every second of it. It really is bad. It's honestly horrible. Um, but that is the episode for today, guys. I do appreciate you taking the time to listen, to share the podcast, to tell your friends about it here. Um, again, next week I'll probably be doing some more stuff based on The Last of Us unless some more gaming news comes out. Um, but I really enjoy doing these here. It's fun just to be creative in a healthy way to kind of share with people stuff that I care about and to, um, you know, talk to the world to what's going on. People always ask me about video game news or movie news. It's like, why not make a podcast about it? So those are just my thoughts and opinions on the gaming news that I saw this past week. Again, I'm excited to be uh, uploading on Tuesdays now. I was going to be doing on Fridays, but I figured it'd just be easier now because I've been doing it every Tuesday since then just to keep uploading on Tuesdays. So, all right. Well, I will uh, let you all go. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate anyone that has been listening and stick with me the past few episodes. You guys are awesome, and I hope you have a wonderful day. This is Chandler Burton. Peace out. Boing!